0: You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast.
1: Any friends, etc. spending more than 30 minutes at the dwelling will need to pay rent. It's a room of one's own with Auckland Renters Advocate Celine on 95 BFM. Every week the joke hits in a new way. Hi Celine, how are you? I'm going okay, you yeah. know? I know I feel this is not the first time we've asked a guest this morning, how are you? And I've immediately go, Why am I even asking people nah. that at the moment? It's a time, it's a time in the life. Yeah. Um, There's a lot going on and there's a lot going on for our listeners in terms of their living environments. Uh, So let's get stuck into one here. Someone says, do you always have to pay if you want to break a
0: lease early? I'm considering leaving my flat early but I don't want to incur any costs. Um, The way this has been asked makes me think that you're a flatmate in a property but I'm not totally sure so it's slightly different if you were as a whole flat wanting to end the lease yeah um, as opposed to break your lease kind of as an individual so if it's your whole flat and you're wanting to leave early usually in these situations there is a cost well there can be a cost so a reasonable cost but if you the first point is that if you can come to an agreement with your landlord then it might be both in your benefit so really communicating is the way to go and then they could ask for something but it's often it has to be actual and reasonable costs so it can't be something outrageous
1: and it can't be key money which is something that we've talked about before but you know that's actually illegal now you can't you know just get
0: that random cash no exactly so it has to be something that actually relates to the cost of advertising for a new, new tenants or something like that. So it's slightly different and more complicated maybe if you're renting a room in a flat. And I know there's um, landlords have different approaches to that. So some people are really happy to change, uh, if you're signed on to the lease, to change the name on the lease to a new flatmate and not mm-hmm. charge for that. But again, they kind of within their rights to ask for cover the reasonable cost um, but they're not really supposed to uh, resist that process happening. Yeah. Um, but it's slightly different depending on whether you're uh, signed on the lease or that's maybe being brokered by a head tenant and you don't mm-hmm. sign on to the lease. So it depends on whether you're negotiating with the head tenant or with the landlord. So it depends on that relationship, really. Yes,
1: an interesting one. I'm sure everybody knows someone who's had a version of that happen to them. Uh, It's a complicated one. Communicating is the best way to go. Yeah, absolutely. For sure, what else have we got here, Stella? Someone says, what power does a landlord have over you if they catch you breaking the lease conditions? We got caught vaping inside and they're pretty grumpy uh-oh what
0: <laughs> i'm sure a lot of people have had this situation uh specifically vaping so i guess the first thing is this uh to not vape inside is not part of the residential tenancies act but True. It, but it is something that is an additional lawful condition so okay, it can okay. be added so that's something you want to really think carefully about at the beginning of signing that lease If it says no smoking and vaping inside, you want to be really careful about either agreeing to that as a lawful condition and what you do. So I'm not, um, this is something I'm a little bit kind of unclear on. So if, if they're really, really grumpy, again, I would be communicating, but I would call Auckland Tenants Protection Association and get more of a sense of the legal Yeah. Um, stuff around this because I'm not 100% sure most of the things online say communicate, mediate, work mm. it out but given it is a breach of what um, if, you've bought, if you've signed the lease and it's been added it is something that can be added as a lawful condition Yeah. so this gets into a bit of legal area so I would just make sure you've got some support to work out what's, what's um, possible I don't believe they're able to evict you for breaking or breaching the lease conditions in this way not initially anyway, so that at the moment is more to do with things around um, uh, kind of disturbance, not paying rent for a large amount of time. There's a particular uh, specific things that mean that the you can be evicted, but I don't believe... this kind of breach is a kind of grounds to be evicted quickly
1: maybe just saying you're sorry and that you're never going to do it again and
0: i'm sorry it smells like peach ice i'm really sorry yeah (laughs) yeah there could be other ways to communicate and mediate that but get support from um, real tenants advocates i would say
1: just to piggyback off that one because not something that this texter has asked but i know it's something i've had friends who've experienced this if you are you know breaching a contract? Uh, can your landlord just randomly impose a fine on you, or decide
0: to take some cash out of your bond? How does that work, especially if you're still in that lease as well? Yeah, that's a really good point, and I'm really not clear on this stuff, so I do need to do some research, get more of an expert to look at that. But it is tricky because it becomes it's a legal document, mm. so. Um, it suddenly feels like it's a lot. I know if you maybe have a pet that's illegal or something similar, you're getting into this territory where, depending on how the landlord wants to deal with that breach, if they do really want to come down on you, they've got kind of the legal yeah. right to do so. I'm not sure how that works with the bond, et cetera, but there are a range of things that kind of is suggested by tenancy services that they might Um, come to an agreement with the tenant there might be a certain amount of money to be paid back how that might work um so there's definitely um ways in which that can be brought to you yeah
1: i think definitely if you do get slapped with a fine from your landlord you should be talking to the tpa or the cab yeah or something like that to just be like is this allowed to happen because yeah Bit of a cowboy country out there. Even if you have been breaking the rules, good to know what's actually allowed.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And that's where I'm not totally clear on what's legally allowed to happen. So also community law is really good. They've got good resources for tenancy and they also help with direct legal support too. So they're a good person to contact.
1: Fantastic. Uh, We've got somebody... this is a tale as old as time as well. Our landlord is saying we have to keep our air conditioner on because the wooden door frames are prone to swelling. Shout-outs to Auckland. Uh, but we're not keen on a hearty power bill. Can we reject that request?
0: What can we do? It's just, um, this is so... I can so imagine this happening. Swamp city! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, again, I'm not I'm not 100% sure here. Uh, it's... It's a tricky one because if you think about this idea of mutual responsibility, of the responsibility of the tenant and the responsibility of the landlord, um, there's some kind of shared overlapping um, desires in that space. Yeah. Um, but if you're paying the whole power bill for something that's mutually beneficial because you're protecting their investment, mm. that to me doesn't feel legitimate. So if you weren't going to be keeping the aircon on, that often all the time because you can't afford it and so you're doing it purely for
1: well, the take, landlord, for, the or, landlord yeah. for
0: something that feels um like quite an outrageous request to be honest yeah um that is in their benefit maybe start with that nice conversation about how you kind of you couldn't afford that but you so maybe they could subsidize it i think thinking of some kind of um way in which having a nice conversation to start with and then maybe working out if you've got an ability to just say that's not that's kind of just not in our that's not possible. Time so to m-
1: replace the doors, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I don't I don't see that being something that would hold up as a situation that seems
1: Fine. I do know I've lived in flats where at certain times of the year you have to really yank the doors to close them, though. It's just the Auckland experience. Big doors. Love no. to see it. I got locked in my bathroom recently, you know that. <laughs> oh, so. yeah, that was exciting. That was a whole time.
0: Yeah, it feels like it's going to happen again. Oh,
1: God. No, no. Thank you very much, Celine. Thanks to everyone who texted in or DM'd us their questions over the last fortnight. That is the, the place to hit us up, 5395. Hit up the Breakfast Instagram account, uh, or you can also uh, email us, breakfast at 95bfm.com. Uh, Same goes for if you want to put your union questions to Justine Sachs. Thanks, Celine. We'll see you next week, next fortnight. Yeah, see ya. A plague on both your investment houses. That was A Room of One's Own with Auckland renters advocate, Celine.
0: That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.